0: You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.
1: And a very good Wednesday morning to you. Thanks for rewinding with us. Stephen Strom here, Marlins Rewind. Five games in a row. The Marlins have won their six games over 500 after the 6-1 to one victory over the Royals last night. As always, for the recap, here's your radio voice of the Miami Marlins, Kyle Sealoff. Well, give the boys five in a row. It's a
2: season high five-game winning streak for the Miami Marlins. They have now won their 34th ball game of the season here tonight. Now 34 and 28 here in 2023. After they upend the Kansas City Royals, they win another series. They win their fifth game in a row. They beat the Royals six to one here at Lone Depot Park here tonight, behind a terrific effort from Jesus Lazardo. And the Marlins busted out for five runs on five hits. That included two Royals errors. Marlins capitalized in the bottom of the fifth inning of this ballgame here tonight. Stephen Strom, Jeff Nelson, Kyle Seeloff with you here at Lone Depot Park on the 10th inning show. And uh, Nellie going to keep you here for a couple of minutes because I want to talk this ballgame through with you. Let's start with Jesus Lazardo. I think probably his best start of the season, seven innings,
0: a run, two hits, no walks, and eight strikeouts. Yeah, I would agree with you. You know, the first five innings, he filled up the strike zone. I liked how he was going away. He was working both sides of the plate. Typically, he's just in on the righties. He did throw some good pitches on the outside part to them. Had a really good breaking ball. Did not walk a Royal, so you absolutely love that. The sixth inning, you know, he got a little shaky. It It wasn't a bad one. He gave up the one run with the wild pitch, but then he came back in the seventh and got that rhythm back. But I really loved the rhythm he had. He got right back on the rubber very quick. Uh, you know, he didn't allow the Royals' offense to get settled in, which you absolutely loved, but I agree with you. I think this might be been one of his best, if not his best start of the year.
2: Scott and Hoeing closed this thing out now offensively for the Marlins. Uh, they had a really tough time against Zach Granke until they – Unloaded on him there in the bottom of the fifth inning, but Granky, the old man, was just cruising through the first four here tonight.
0: Yeah, it was really surprising. I don't know if he felt something. You saw, we saw him take a couple timeouts in that fifth. That was the first hit of the ball game when Sanchez hit the home run, the first pitch breaking ball. An outstanding job by Sanchez, just staying back and be able to hit that over the fence to the opposite way, and then he winds up giving four, giving up four more while he allowed the base hit, and then he was out. Uh, and, and then um, the reliever came in, Kowar came in and gave up that bases-clearing double, the three-run double from De La Cruz. But, you know, some mistakes that the Royals made in that inning. But as far as Granke, it didn't looked like he either got tired. You mentioned it in the broadcast that he might have got tired, but it just didn't look like the Granke we saw in the first four innings. So
2: Sanchez there in the fifth inning, the homer. That was followed by the Wendell single, the Segura single. Fortes reached on the fielder's choice, kind of a boneheaded play by Bobby Wood Jr. trying to get Wendell, picked him off a third there on the ground, ball to the left side. Uh, Now, before I let you go, Nellie, the story after this ballgame tonight league-wide, I'm sure it already is, Luis Rice, two for four. He's batting 4 all one the season. It's incredible.
0: It's been incredible. It's been fun to watch. Uh, you know, you just hope he continues to just go out there. And he will continue to throw out great at bats. He's just that kind of hitter. Uh, the whole league is going to watch this now. You're talking about the first week in June of what he's doing. And I'm going to agree with you when you talked earlier about teams are going to wind up pitching around him. He's a guy in this lineup when it, there's men on base, especially in scoring position you do not want to face him. I mean, there might be some opportunities, which I doubt, but there could be that if there's base is loaded and he's up and you're up by two runs, I might be walking him and just to roll the dice with whoever's hitting behind him. It's incredible.
2: And, uh, man, they've won five in a row, an opportunity to sweep two consecutive series. To me, they've already taken advantage of the A's and the Royals, but the icing on top of the cake here tomorrow would be if Edward Cabrera can give him a good outing and have a happy flight to Chicago
0: right and you have relatively a healthy bullpen as well because you have Thursday off so that's really uh, advantage Marlins and you have a chance to sweep your third series in four you know you lost the two out of three of the Padres but hey your last road the last three games against the Angels you wind up sweeping them and evening up a 500 road trip at five and five You're going out on the road. You know, it's all confidence, and that's what they are building here. It doesn't matter if it's the A's or the Royals and how bad these teams have been playing at the start of the year. You want to beat them, and you're looking at your team. They're gaining that confidence, and you talked about it yesterday about them believing, believing they can win. The confidence and having a team that believes they are good and believes that they can go out and win every night, they're a dangerous team. 34-28. Good for them. 6'10 tomorrow night. Nelly, don't forget. I will not forget. I'll see
2: you at 6 15. All right. Sounds great. That's Jeff Nelson. I'm Kyle Seeloff. Highlights from this ballgame tonight. There were none through four and a half. Zach Granke and Jesus Lazardo were in an old fashioned pitcher's duel halfway through this ball game tonight. But the Marlins started to, as I mentioned, unload on Zach Granke. That started on the first pitch in the bottom of the fifth inning. Jesus Sanchez at the plate for the fish. No scores. we go to the bottom of the fifth inning. Jesus Sanchez leads off for the Marlins. First pitch swinging. High drive. Hit deep. Left field. Going. Going. And gone. Jesus Sanchez. An opposite field home run. It's his fifth of the season. And the Marlins have broken a scoreless tie here in the fifth inning. They lead 1-0. After the Sanchez homer, Joey Wendell singled. So too did Gene Segura. Wendell went to E7. Uh, Went to third on an E7 on the Segura single. Segura also went to second base on the throwing error or the bobble by Olivares in left field. Marlins had runners at second and third with nobody out in the fifth inning. Nick Fortes then chopped the ball to shortstop. The shortstop, Bobby Witt, Jr., Threw the ball to third base on the play, thinking, I guess, that Wendell was farther or further, I should say, off the bag than he really was. So Witt threw it to Garcia, and Wendell went back to the bag safely, and Garcia actually unleashed a throw to Prado at first, but it wasn't in time. Fortes was safe on the fielder's choice. The Marlins had the bases loaded, a run home, nobody out in the bottom of the fifth inning. Jonathan Davis struck out for out number one, but then Zach Granke had to deal with that bad, bad man for the Marlins right now, Luis Rise. Bases are loaded. Granke looks towards third, working out of the windup. The 1-1 pitch is lined, and it's over the head of Wendell into left field, the base hit. arise is going to play to Wendell. Everybody else will go station to station. The Marlins lead 2 to nothing here at the bottom of the fifth inning. arise with his first base knock of the night. Well, that would be all for Zach Greinke. Jackson Kowar came on. He got Jorge Soler to pop out to the second baseman, Matt Duffy. The bases were still loaded. The Marlins had a 2-0 lead in the bottom of the fifth inning. Kowar was facing Brian De La Cruz. Here's Brian De La Cruz. Base is still juiced, and the pitch is hit on a line. Pretty deep right field. Melendez going back. He lames it over his head. Gene Segura will score. Behind him is Fortez. Arises is flying. Throw comes in towards the plate. It's up the third baseline. De La Cruz will go to third. It's a bases clearing double for Brian De La Cruz here in the bottom of the fifth inning. The Marlins lead it five to nothing. That would be all Jesus Lazardo and all the boys needed in this ballgame here tonight. The Royals did, however, score on a wild pitch in the sixth. Three runs with two outs on the heels of a ball game last night when the Marlins got seven of nine runs with two outs. Here's a wild pitch that goes to the backstop, and scoring from third base is Prado, and that makes it a 5-1 to one game. A rather, uh, a rather uneventful, I should say, run that scores for the Kansas City Royals here in the top of the sixth inning tonight. The Marlins would get one more run in this ball game. It came with Luis Rise at third base in the bottom of the seventh inning, and Brian De La Cruz at the plate facing a full count. Three and two, the count to De La Cruz with runners at second and third. A pitch gets away from Perez. Here comes Arise. Throw comes in towards the plate. Kowar can't handle it. Arise slides in safely on the wild pitch as Brian De La Cruz walks, and the Marlins have a 6-1 to lead. That's the second wild pitch from Jackson Kowar here in the bottom of the seventh inning. At that point, a 6-1 to lead for the Miami Marlins. Royals went quietly in the eighth. Tanner Scott. A uneventful shutout eighth inning. Brian Hoeing came on for the ninth inning tonight. He struck out Matt Duffy for out number one. Drew Waters singled. He was at first with one out. Then Garcia struck out for the uh, for the Royals. There was two outs. Bobby Witt Jr. singled. And the Royals had runners at first and second base with two outs at the top of the ninth inning. And the batter for the Royals was Vinny Pasquantino. Even in a five-run game, Marlins have a lead. Two on, two out, leading six to one in the pitch. As a ground ball hit left side, Joey Wendell's got it on the backhand. He bobbles it, throws it the first in time. He got him. This baby is over. The Miami Marlins have won their winning streak to five. They take the series from the Royals. They beat them six to one here at Lone Depot Park tonight. A terrific performance by the Marlins. I would say it was efficient and tidy. I think that would be a very nice way to describe this ball game here tonight. Taking a look at the totals for you from this ball game this evening. As the Miami Marlins improved to now 32, uh, 34, I beg your pardon, and 28. A season-high six games over 500, and a season-high now five-game winning streak. For the Kansas City Royals, a run five hits, three errors, two men left on base. And for the Miami Marlins, six runs, seven hits, no errors. And tonight, the Marlins leave five men on base. The Miami Marlins now, for the second time this season, have scored four or more runs in five consecutive games. They lasted so not long ago, but May 23rd through May 27th. Jesus Lizardo, the winning pitcher tonight, now 5-4 and four this season. Zach Greinke is the loser. He is 1-6. and six. Started this ballgame at 6-40. It lasted two hours and 14 minutes. We played tonight inside the air-conditioned comfort of Lone Depot Park in front of 7,342 that take in a Marlins victory here this evening. On the mound for the Marlins tonight, Jesus Lazardo, seven innings, one run. It was earned, two hits, no walks, eight strikeouts. Tanner Scott, an inning, one hit, one strikeout. Brian Hoeing worked around two hits in a scoreless top of the ninth inning. Zach Granke went the first four and a third for the Royals. I would say kind of a tough luck loser. Five runs, but just one earned, four hits, no walks, three strikeouts. Saw Jackson Kowar along with Quas and the former Marlin, Nick Whitgren, in this ballgame as well. Offensive performances for the Miami Marlins tonight, who scored four of their six runs with two outs. Luis Arise was two for four with a couple of runs scored. Brian De La Cruz had a hit, so too did Jesus Sanchez. Sanchez hit his fifth home run of the season. Joey Wendell back-to-back multi-hit performances. He's now got three of those this season. Gene Segura was one for three at the plate. On the mound for the Marlins tonight, they punch out eleven, and that means that two hundred and seventy five dollars will be donated to Auto Nation's Drive Pink Initiative to fight against cancer for every strikeout this season. Twenty five bucks will be donated to the Drive Pink Initiative.
1: Okay, Kyle, let's head down and listen to what Skip Schumacher had to say yesterday following the six one win over the Royals. Um uh,
3: Start with Jesus Lazardo. Obviously, you know, so often your starter kind of sets the tone for the ball game. Just what impressed you most about uh, strong, strong seven innings from him tonight? He definitely set the tone. I thought his slider was just dominant tonight. Fastball command really good. Kept guys off balance. A lot of weak contact limited, eliminated hard contact throughout the game. But I thought the slider was just real. He was on the attack all night long, and um, yeah, it was it was a really good night for Zeus. And then just, uh, you know, offensively, uh, again, another night where it's it's Rise or it's De La Cruz, just different guys every night. How much do you feel like it just kind of
4: takes that pressure off of everybody? You're you're getting contributions every night, it seems like, from a different guy.
3: I think we've talked about it the last few days, of, uh, the length of the lineup when everyone's hitting. Segura, big hit. Joey Wendell, big hit. Really good base running by both of those guys today, which... Uh, you know, that doesn't show up in the box score, but we have talked about that since day one of spring training, how important uh, the base running is and that it really showed up today. Um, but De La Cruz, man, huge hit, mm-hmm. uh, triple, like double, I guess, maybe in and into a triple uh, with the air. I don't know what that was ruled, but bases clearing either way, huge hit at the time. Grinky was you know, it was tough. He was keeping us off balance. The slider, the fastball, the changeup. You know, he's a pitch maker, and he's been doing it for probably 20 years now. I think it might actually be 20 years, which is crazy. Um, but he was keeping us off balance early, and, and we and you know we got to him late. Um, you know, second third time around, and got to the bullpen. So really good job on the offense up and down the lineup.
4: Yeah, what adjustment did you see the guys make the second time through against them?
3: I don't know if it was an adjustment I think they just stuck to their game plan and you know we had some some weak contact early um, but they stuck to the the game plan and felt like um, you know hitting the ball the other way was um, the game plan going into that game Sanchez uh, hit one the other way I didn't know it was gonna be an oppo home run but he uh, was stuck to the plan and um, just continues to impress me with the the power and then using the whole field then you follow that with the Joey Wendell, that base hit the other way, uh, good base running, Segura ball up, um, line drive. So uh, we took our singles. I know it was a, a big hit by De La Cruz and Sanchez, but you know we took what he gave us, and um, we stuck to our plan. You
4: alluded to it, but just capitalizing on mistakes, I think Wendell the other day, too, you know, advanced an extra base. I forgot which game it was, but then today in that one inning, both him and Segura, and then even that play at third, just the ability to capitalize on mistakes, made from a younger and
3: experience. Wow. They play the game right. They play the game hard. Joey Wendell plays the game hard. Uh, Segura plays the game hard. You know, both of them weren't happy with, you know, the first months of their season. Joey Wendell coming off a, you know, a tough oblique injury early on and um, maybe struggled a little bit to get going. But you see what he can do when he's healthy. And uh, he just provides solid defense, good base running another lefty in the lineup um, that puts together good at bats and um, just a hard-nosed baseball player so when you're putting pressure on the defense good things happen and both of those guys Segura and, and Joey put pressure on the defense and um, credit to them for running hard out of the box and um, taking the extra base when it was given to him. With uh, Wendell his defense has, has been nothing short of, of, of
4: great um, what have you really seen from him and, and how he's taken over the role of starting shortstop for this team?
3: Joey and Birdie have played really good uh, shortstop. Hampson at times when he's been there has, has played a good shortstop. So honestly, I didn't know what was going to happen, you know, in the off season and, um, and, you know, kind of figuring out if who's going to be that everyday guy, if we're going to platoon, if we you know what was going to happen. And, and to both those guys credit, Joey and, and and Bert, they've done a, a hell of a job of um, being ready off the bench. The starts have been really good. Spot starting with Birdie playing all over the all over the place. But Joey Wendell, since coming off the DL or the IL, has been excellent, uh, not only at uh, defensively but offensively, and exactly what we needed at the right time. Obviously now, Raya hitting north of four hundred. Is there anything more you can say about him,
1: or is there no more words left?
3: I was getting worried he wasn't gonna get two hits today, so just <laughs> to make sure he's feeling okay. Yeah, no, he's uh again, just uh top of the order, getting on base. Wherever I put him, he gets two or three hits, second, third, lead off, it doesn't matter. You ask him, you know, hey, do you alright with leading off tomorrow? He's like, Yeah, I just want to hit. So, okay. So he's uh it doesn't doesn't affect him wherever you put him in the lineup. It's just been uh, so fun so much fun to watch.
4: The balancing act? Yeah, I guess Lizard obviously probably wanted to go an extra inning, but just knowing that guys probably their innings for the year, they're going to get at some point maybe close to career, guy, you know, things, but also not wanting to overdo the bullpen, maybe have guys kind of show themselves starting line. Like, what, how's the balance? What's the decisions with them?
3: Yeah, we have an idea of what, you know, the amount of innings Zeus has thrown in his career, his career highs. He's going to be on pace for definitely a career high. You want to monitor it and, you know, throw him the extra inning when it's needed. We felt like we had really good matchups at the end of the bullpen um, to give guys um, an inning. And we're, we were fresh. So uh, getting Zeus, seven innings, two hits, he did his job. Plenty, uh, we were up five, I think, at the time, or four, whatever it was. And so he's, he did plenty to uh, to give us a chance to win. Yeah, he, he wanted it. He looked at me like, I want another one. Um, but, yeah, I mean, he did plenty for us to win. It was maybe the best start of his uh, of of the season.
4: Maybe this is more for him than, than for you, but Skip, but just the significance of going seven uh, and kind of breaking that ceiling because it's not have been many starts of him going that far in a game. What can a game like this to do for him and his confidence going forward?
3: Beyond the attack, if he's on the attack, he is tough to hit. He has swing and miss inside the strike zone. That is not common in this league. And when you have swing and miss or weak contact when you're filling up the strike zone, good things happen. And I think he's starting to realize that. He knows that. And that's why he went seven innings.
1: All right, that was manager Skip Schumacher. Let's head down to listen to what Jesus Lazardo had to say following his seven-inning two-hit one-run performance. He punched out eight. Hey Jesus, tell us about your start.
3: Extremely efficient with um, mixing up your pitches tonight. Did you feel like this is a night where it was really hard for hitters to pick up on any sort of pattern because of the way you were able to mix
4: things up? yeah i feel like uh today was kind of a step in the right direction for something that me and nick have been working on just mixing it up with everything i got um using both sides of the plate going up and down so uh you know hopefully we keep doing that and you know to keep taking steps forward in that but that was definitely a goal of ours to mix it up and just use all parts of the plate salvador perez
3: was uh the guy who caught you at wbc right what was it like facing him
4: yeah i mean uh obviously he, he caught me so he knew my stuff and uh i mean i have Nothing but great things to say about him uh, when I was with him in the clubhouse and just watching him growing up. He's like a legend in Venezuela, so um, it was fun to face him and you know obviously have success against him, but I know he's a great hitter having a great year, so it was, it was fun. How would you describe this club so far and its dynamic? Uh, I mean, young and having fun right now. I feel like we're, you know, we've got to be one of the youngest ones in the league. I don't know statistically, but I feel like we have a lot of young guys mixed with a group of guys that have been around and they've, you know, won in the past. So um, I, I just think we're we're riding a wave right now that's really good and just trying to keep, you know, keep playing baseball the way we're playing it. Your slider went
2: on like it was tonight. What makes it so
4: good? Um, I just feel like. Being able to throw it for a strike and then being able to throw it down uh, on the plate—that's uh, when makes it. Well, that's when it's at its best. Uh, when I can't really throw it for a strike much, it doesn't really do much. Guys kind of just cancel it out. But um, the command of the slider for a strike and especially back door and back foot—I uh, think that's my biggest key. Facing a veteran like Frank, Grant Grandke who's throwing zeros first four, what was the mindset like? Uh, I try, honestly, not to even think about the other guy. Um, I, I feel like it's a zero-zero game every time I go out there. So. Uh, I, I just try to focus on my outing and, and not focus on what they're doing on the other side. All right, we are right back
1: at it. A 610 first pitch, not 640, a 610 first pitch, which means I've got Marlins on deck at 540 as the Marlins look to sweep the Kansas City Royals out of the 305 and extend this win streak. To six. Thanks for wanting with us. Let's flip the M together, Miami. This is the Marlins Radio Network, driven by AutoNation.
2: It's blazing hot outside. You get in your car to turn on the AC to get cold air pumping, but it blows hot air out. This issue is commonly caused by low refrigerant due to leaks in the AC system. You want an easy, all-in-one solution that will restore the cold air in no time. AC Pro Recharge Kits make restoring cold air easy for even those with zero DIY experience in less than ten minutes.